0: I am Frank, and today I am joined by Lori Calcaterra. I nailed that, didn't
1: I? You did, actually, first try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She wrote Path of the Pale Rider. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Doing great, doing great. We get to talk about Mm. Jude St. Clair and his adventures. Mm. Can you kind of break down what this comic book is for the first-timers?
1: Yeah, this is a Western apocalypse. So if I were to say if it was like a movie... It'd be kind of like Mad Max or I Am Legend. Um, it's like we're 10 years into the apocalypse. Jude and his horse, Prince, they're going through the wasteland, basically searching for something. Um, in this world, the death process is broken. And what I mean by that is, yes, we have zombies. Yes, we have undead. But they're not it's not um, a cannibalistic, they want to eat your brain situation. It's more like the process got broken where your body dies, but your soul is trapped in your decaying body. Okay. So there's no release. There's no, you don't go somewhere else. You're still in your body, but your body's decaying. So your brain is decaying. Um, it's horrifying because you're slowly descending into madness is what right. happens. So you can be forgetful. You can get violent. You could be indifferent. Um, there's just, uh, you know, it kind of goes along with, um, what really happens to people if they have like a, a, a brain injury or a degenerative disease. Um, so that's how these, this population is so, but it's not just people in this world. It's animals, it's insects, it's everything. So you have the joy of undead bears and dogs and <laughs> insects that don't stop eating things. And it creates a whole lot of problems for this world. So. Jude is in a very dangerous place. And I think like 10 years into any crisis, people are are to the point where they've moved on. They they they've made their peace with it and they're just kind of surviving, right? right? But Jude is at the, he's never accepted it. And he's he's on this path. He has this journal that he writes in. Um he has written down every single theory, conspiracy theory, crazy crazy idea and he's just been traveling Looking for answers. He wants to know what happened where one day people could die and the next day we're all trapped here. So he's looking for that answer and who knows if he can survive long enough to get yeah.
0: it. I like the inspirations there The Last of Us and and all those. Yeah. They're, they're fun to watch and kind of Fallout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's yeah. a classic for you right there. Yeah. Um, and it's a moment, it's a way to really like grow a character post society, which is, is something we don't yeah. ever have to face, hopefully. And um, yeah, it's pretty interesting there. Uh, your inspiration for the zombies—I mean, there's such a—I'm you know, going to use the term zombies. That's not even really fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is and it isn't. They're undead right. people, but they're not. I mean, like, and, and the hard part is you can't like shoot them in the head and they stop being people. You did. It doesn't matter. Like, you can yeah. shoot them in the head. <laughs> you can. Because the their souls are head. trapped still. Yeah. They're just there, right? So yeah, they're different than most zombie takes.
0: What did you get the inspiration for something like that?
1: I don't know. I just um it just came to me. I just had this weird thought like what would happen if nothing could die? Nothing. Yeah. But it's like I wanted to take a more re- <laughs> realistic approach to it. So yeah. it's like people would still be people, but you know, how would they react to being trapped in a decaying body and like how would you know, what would happen to our infrastructure? What would happen to how we eat food? I mean, if you think about it, do you do you eat meat, Frank? I eat meat. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So cows. You go to butcher a cow. You can't butcher a cow no more. It's not willing to let you, right? Yeah. Um, so beef is gone, pork is gone, chicken. Okay. Well, we could probably butcher a chicken. Um, would the meat still be moving while you eat it?
0: Oh God, that's gross. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> It makes the, so, the lid of the barbecue is so much more important.
1: <laughs> ooh, you know, and it's like, even if you turn into a chicken nugget, it's moving. So it's yeah. like, okay, so meat's off the table. So no yeah. more meat. So then it's like, okay, are we all vegetarian? But then with insects, if they're still eating everything and pesticides don't work, how do we deter them from eating entire crops? Hmm. <sighs> so we have problems, right? So oh, food. Yeah water and then we have this growing population of people that are becoming just more and more unpredictable. Um and like I said, they could be violent. You know, it's like we don't have we don't have zombies that eat people, but you could. We've had people that eat people. So (laughs) they could be out there. Um so it's like later on um later on in the comic, um I do a flashback and you'll get to see Jude experience the fall. So like is Government crumbles and like the riots, the famines, the, all the kind of fallout that happens. Um, you'll get to experience that with Jude at some point. But here we Just are. 10 years into it. Yeah. 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 And
0: it's such a creative idea. It's almost like a cancer, uh, the way that would work. And it's very interesting. Uh, yeah. What other, what other comic books have you read in the past? Any creators oh, or wow. any writers that, that you're a fan of?
1: I- I'm a big fan of kirkman so the walking okay. Dead. i've read I, we read that before it got turned into the tv show mm-hmm. um you know invincible um outcast those are all kirkman yeah. um east of west i have a few behind me i have east of west ghost in the shell lazarus Ooh, saga wow. so we read a lot saga of like um is so
0: we're such saga fans around here <laughs> the fact that they're back now back. is
1: great i know <laughs> <laughs> Because we were like, we didn't know if they were ever coming back, right? I know. Yeah. Um, and with the time shift and everything, I'm like, oh, no, it's going to yeah. get crazy. And then, yeah, I have all the Walking Beds back there. So um, just the black and white omnibus. Um, and, classic. of course, they're redoing them in color now, too. Yeah. So it's like, now I got to add those to my collection. Have you read an
0: Oblivion song by chance? Also, Yes, Kirkland?
1: that one is so good.
0: That's his so next Walking good. Bed, I think. That's going to be the next one that somebody's going to grab.
1: You know, when he kind of like went hands off with Walking Dead, I was like, what are they doing next? They did um, Outcast on what channel? Didn't they do it on Showtime?
0: Oh, I don't I forget.
1: They did. They did Outcast, but I don't think it did anything. I don't know what happened to it. Like, I never saw it. It was on some obscure channel that I don't have subscription to. Um, but like Invincible on Amazon Prime was fabulous. I think they oh, did so such well, a then. good job, right? Yeah. and like th- for people that hadn't read the comic and we were like oh crap you're in for a ride like yeah. can't wait till you get to that last episode <laughs> and then okay. we were there and we were like oh it's so awesome and gory and <laughs> oh, so good they, like they, i think they Seth, ripped it right off the of pages
0: too it was so they good
1: they did they did and like i thought it was hilarious that like the first episode like what were they called their justice league i forget but they were all voiced by characters from them from the walking dead. It was all, it was all walking dead actors. And I was like, <laughs> nice. I was clapping. So I had a good time with that. So <laughs> yeah.
0: I, It's such a good way for people to inter- be introduced to Kirkman. That's not walking dead. Cause I think a lot of yeah. people just now a pigeonholed like, Oh yeah, he's the walking dead guy. It's like, Oh, he's so, so much, much more, more.
1: <laughs> so much more. Like there's so many things that you can read, but yeah, we have um, the image. Comicsology, I think is the app. Where you yes. can download every Tuesday and that's a problem because we're like this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. Okay. You know, yeah. and it goes, it goes real quick where you can be like, whoops, I spent too much money on comics this week. <laughs> and don't have
0: the time to read them all. That's the other I problem.
1: Know. I know. Or you're up until midnight like, one more
0: thing.
1: And keep and going. Go <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I get to read comics is like, everybody's asleep. Finally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my own personal comic book time. Yes. Oh man. Oh, you had this idea. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) I just want to talk about comics all
0: day. (laughs) Everybody now knows, okay, we got a real Kirkman fan. It's a good sign for the Pale Rider. Yeah. Yeah. How did you begin this process? You had the idea, this really unique version of death. How did you begin this process?
1: All right. So how far back do you want me to go? I want to go from that spark of an
0: idea. The
1: spark of the idea. Okay. When I had the idea. Let's see, it was like 2018, I want to mm-hmm. say, when I started writing, um, I was working on another project for a production company in Detroit, which I can talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had this idea. So I, you ever see those commercials for masterclasses on Facebook where they're like, oh, masterclass in cooking with Gordon Ramsay and like oh, acting yeah. with Samuel Jackson. It was like David Finch and um, writing scripts, mm-hmm. screenplays. And his thing was, if you're going to write a full length movie, use three by five cards. Have a scene on every three by five card. You should have about 200 cards. If you can have about 200 cards, you have enough length to create a full length movie. That's so that's kind of where I started, right? Because I was writing for production. So I wrote, I wrote a full length movie. Um, and, and let me just say, writing with three by five cards is fabulous. Because what I what I usually do when I write my character arc is I'll write, okay, this is Jude. These are the characters that I know that he has characteristics. And then here's where I went, wanted him to end up, right? And there's other things that I need to develop along the way so he can get to there. And I'm not just throwing in all sorts of, oh yeah, by the way, he can do this and he can do right. this and he can do this in the final battle with the big daddy. He knew that all along, surprise, right? Yeah. You have to show all those things, right? You have, yeah. to, you have to you have to see that he's a, a sarcastic, a, <laughs> um, kick the dog, like he gives you know that he's that he's a romantic, that you know all of these things. And I don't want to spoil some of the other things that he can do because you'll find out. Okay. Um, but I develop all those things along the way so that way when you get to the end, it makes sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's good for the three by five cards because I'm like, oh, I need to add such and such. And I could rearrange things without having to, like, rewrite scripts and move whole chunks of an episode, um, which was another challenge, by the way. So when I wrote this, I wrote it as a full-length movie, and then I had to go back and kind of chunk out episodes Yeah. when we decided to make a comic book. Um, let me back up. So we had this full-length movie. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> the production company that I had that I was working with, we didn't have the capability of producing something this large. So everybody was like, Oh, pitch it to Netflix. Like, that's just an easy thing you can do, right? right. You can just call up Netflix and be like, Hey, guys, I got an idea. And okay. Let me bring my two
0: flashcards.
1: <laughs> I'm going to show up with my little box that I keep them in. And be like, Hi, everybody, I got a presentation, right? Yeah. It's not how that works. Like, you have to have an agent, you have to have a following, you have to have butts in the seat pretty yeah. much in order for them to pick up your script like um bird box bird box was a fabulous movie right yeah um netflix original but it was a book but it was a best-selling book yeah before they picked it up and turned it into a movie exactly. so they want that following that that fan base before they just turn it into anything because they must get like eight thousand scripts or something stupid a day. Yeah. this is how
0: they advertise they they bring people in with followers and that's how they're advertising their service you know is by the followings that's kind of how the modern advertising works yeah
1: exactly so one i couldn't figure out how to get it on a netflix two they weren't ever going to talk to me as a first-time writer of anything right Mm -hmm. three um, I was too afraid that even if they read the script and if they liked it, they were going to be like, here's your $5,000 lady. And then they oh, were going to no. just turn it into whatever they wanted. Yeah. You know, they're going to bring in this writer and that writer and rewrite the, and change my characters. Um, I have some really strong female characters. I was totally afraid that they were just going to turn them into whatever they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't have enough clout yet to be like, don't touch my characters, you know? Yeah. So, but when the following is there, we can say like, this is this character. Everybody knows this character is this way. Yeah. You can't change the character because it doesn't it make It everything. Yeah. hmm So I was like, okay, so we have to go through the process. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. So my husband read it and he was like, this is a comic book. And I was like, you are so right. It was one of those like light bulb turns on. I'm like, why didn't I think <laughs> of that? I just never thought I could produce my own comic. Um, but. It just made sense. Like right then and there, I was like, you're right. Um, both him and I have backed multiple projects on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all been through him, though. So if people are going to look at my creator status on Kickstarter, note that I have not backed any projects. I'm going to back some projects before I go live, but we've backed like Kingdom Death Monster and the Sisters Table. We have the Batman game. We have Berserker. I got episodes of The Boys. I mean, those are five right there that yeah. we've backed on Kickstarter that are big stuff. So we're familiar with it but we just never run a campaign of our own so it's like okay we're going to kickstarter how do we do that (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) there's another can of worms for you
1: (laughs) right exactly so it became like all this this huge learning curve like finding an illustrator um what would the illustrator's job be you know how many pages did we want to produce for that kickstarter preview um how do the kickstarter work so it's just like it it became a learning process but Um, that started in 2020 when we decided to turn it into a comic book. So here we are in 2022, we're ready. You know what I mean? We've been through that process. I've done all the homework. I've done all the research and we're there. Yay. How how did
0: you find your (laughs) artist? Because it's so important that they can capture Uh, what you're imagining.
1: Um, I was super lucky. So, okay. So we started back in 2020 and I actually had a different artist that was involved, Mm -hmm. but, um, the pandemic sucks. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, this poor guy. everything that could have happened to him happened to him. Like they had corona. He had his oh, roof geez. collapse. Um, oh, there was a shooting. He had to move, like there was just like things and things and things that happened. Um, and he had to drop out.. right So, um, I took like the long break and I just kind of reevaluated what I wanted to do and make sure that I still wanted to do this. Um, and I decided, yeah, yup, I still want to do this, okay. Um, Went back onto Facebook, found this group called "It's like connecting comic book writers with artists." There's still a lot you gotta kind of wade through, Mm -hmm. because there's good art, there's bad art, there's people that are committed, there's people that aren't. Um, I found Marco in this group. I had actually posted my stuff looking for an artist and didn't really find someone that I was 100% on. And then he posted his art at one point, and I was like. This looks promising, so I contacted him. Um, his rates matched what I was looking for. Um, we came up with a contract that we could both agree with. Very important, and yeah. then um, we went forward. So, and he's been—he's so professional. He's—he meets every single deadline, uh, which is crazy, right? For an artist, yeah. it's crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, has met every single deadline. Um, has come up with ideas for the project. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's. He's, he's the best and I love him dearly. And I really hope like nothing happens like a tree falls on him or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Knock sorry, Marco. Um, but I mean, he, if you look at his art, he's fabulous. He's fabulous. Yeah. He, the the paneling is great. Um, you can see Jude's expression. Do you know what Jude is feeling? You can see stuff happening in the background. Beautiful action. Like if you look at, um, if you, uh, I don't know, we don't have it. I was going to say, if we look at the preview pages, I had eight pages. Yeah. There's one where Jude is diving for a glass.
0: I've seen that. And he's like,
1: yeah. I then like, he's in the air reaching for this glass and, like, goes almost off a cliff to catch this stupid thing. And it's like, he just does such an amazing job of catching the, you know, like, oh, my God, I got to catch this. And, like, oh, the relief of just being like, oh, thank God. But I didn't die. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the next panel is like, what am I doing? That's so stupid. Like.
0: So but he, he just he, does a
1: really good job.
0: He does. And it's also a part of, he kind of has these camera shots almost, the way he has the angles yeah. and all like that. It's like, he's making the cinematic, which is going to make it easier in the long run. Yeah.
1: Yes. I mean, that's why comic book art is so hard. It is like shooting a movie. You have to think of camera angles. You have to think of perspective. Yep. You have to be able to draw anatomy. You have to be able to draw motion, scenery. Like, ah, there's so many things. And it's like you could be good at any one of those and be a good artist but to be able to do them all it's just really such a talent. So yeah. I'm going to hang on to Marco for ever.
0: That sounds like a good Sorry, idea. Marco. Is he going to be <laughs> yeah, he's he's already doing your pencil work is he going to be doing the coloring and is he also going to be doing the lettering as well?
1: Uh he does the the drawing and the ink. Okay. I do the lettering. Okay. Ooh, wow. Um and then we're going to do this first issue in black and white. I I was just so ready to get it out to the world that I want, it's you know, that's one of the, the the benefits of doing black and white is that you don't have to wait to color it. Yeah. And then um, you don't have to wait for it to be printed in color and that doubles the cost of printing. Therefore, it doubles the cost of, you know, your reward, your budget for Kickstarter. Yeah. So it was one of the things that we had talked about. Yes, he can color. Um, I have a stretch goal on my Kickstarter that if we raise, I think, another $2,500 that he will color it and um, we'll have to extend the, the time period but he will do it in color um if we don't reach that which i'm okay with i'm kind of interested in the walking dead method where it's like i want to see it in black and white and then we could always go back and color it later and then maybe do like a limited run or something like that so eventually it'll be in color if it's not in color if we don't meet the stretch goal this time but there's something about gritty black and white yeah that i really enjoy horror
0: and westerns both really lend well with that and you're you're capturing both sides of that right now and uh yeah i think that's gonna look good that's gonna look really good i already know it is
1: (laughs) thank you (laughs) i've seen the pages yeah (laughs) (laughs) he just released the, the color um cover today uh it looks so good like if you look at it uh it's it's the glass that he dives for and it's shattering and in the reflection of the glass there's like jude and prince and then there's like a zombie and a there's a hand face and then there's a disc and like there's all these different cool things. And like, there's this overtone of red to it. So it's like this, I'm, I'm just, it's so good. And to me, it kind of represents like the issue. It's because that's, that's the focus of this issue. It's like Jude's decisions, whether they're good or bad have consequences. Yeah. So him stopping to get this glass, you know it doesn't seem like it has any value to it um it does which you'll find out later but it doesn't really look like it's a big decision right you stop and you pick something up yeah, off the ground yeah. but then it, it turns into this thing that shatters on the ground wakes up the bear and now he has to deal with this life and death situation yeah
0: the bear looks awesome so. too
1: let's sit it this way. yeah he does <laughs> yeah and these eight pages are like i want to say two-thirds into the comic so if like it's the first third there's this middle part and then there's a resolution
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you'll find out what happens with that bear
0: okay that's good yeah. it looks it looks so imposing and it's like oh you're in for t- jude
1: <laughs> he is he's in big trouble <laughs> yeah all <laughs> right so see let's, how he gets out of it yeah
0: <laughs> we're gonna find out as right, let's go ahead and start mm-hmm. talking about the comic book itself uh again we have uh jude st Clair, which just screams old west cowboy but the yeah. fact that he's in a modern, post-modern world, really, if you think about it with the, with the apocalypse. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: it's such a good character. What's motivating him? Does he have family? Does he have, what is he trying to do other than just try to figure out what's broken?
1: He had family.
0: No spoilers. That's,
1: all, that's all I'm going <laughs> to say about that. Okay. Um, you'll meet them at some point. Um, but there is something that sets him on this path. Something traumatic happens to him. Obviously, he has a backstory. Okay. Um, but he you will find that out. But he's really just looking for what the hell happened, you know? Yeah. Um, because if you think about it, if the dead are stuck in their bodies, like what nothing sounds crazy anymore, right? So it could right. be like chemical spill, it could be the rapture, could right. it be aliens? We could go Kirkman and say it's a meteor, right? With alien bacteria. Um, yeah. it could be. Sentient yogurt. I mean, we don't know. It could be anything. Yeah. So he's kind of trying to separate, you know, truth from fiction, although it could be really anything at this point. So at this point, he's actually looking for someone that he uh had a tip about. So that's, and you'll read that in the beginning of the comic. He'll he has an interaction where he's looking for someone. And that's what this path is leading him to, this road that he's on. Mm-hmm. that's the one way to this town so if he doesn't go that way he doesn't get to his destination so that's kind of one of the the um decisions he makes is like him and prince are at the the beginning of this road with this sign this i'm you know i'm gonna sign this as dead bear and it's like yeah do we go we've been so far it would be really sad to turn around now but it's a bear like what do we do yeah right. he's like all right you know you put shoes on her so they're quiet. You know that's one of the other challenges of this world is that um found you have to be either be really quiet you know to to avoid conflict um and this bear is just over the entire road there's no way to, for yeah. people that don't know what I'm talking about, there's a road that Jude goes. it has to go on it's this yeah it's
0: like a cliffside road kind of thing
1: yeah, so there's a cliff going down and a cliff going up so there's really no shoulder there's no way to get off of this road. there's only forward and back mm-hmm. And he's going around this curve. He finds this boulder that smashed a person. And the hmm. only thing that you can see is their arm with this glass.
0: Yeah. Last so, thing he
1: decision- <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he makes the decision. Yeah, let's So he makes he makes a point of getting off a horse and and wrenching this thing away from the zombie and puts his life in danger almost to the point where he falls off this cliff to save it. Mm-hmm. um you know realizes how stupid that is puts it in his saddlebag just kind of like haphazardly and they go around this corner and there's this bear and it's on it's blocking the whole road so they if they want to go forward they have to go over the bear yeah which sucks yeah so and
0: they do the idea of you know dead bear the sign dead bear i love that because it's like yeah it's dead right now i mean it's it's not necessarily away it's soul's still there so just yeah. mounting dangers and I like the idea that somebody when they had a clear enough mind they probably have lost that at this point put a sign up warning like this bear will always be here <laughs> so be aware of he it. He lives and there. That's yeah. where he
1: wants to be and, and he don't like get, anybody being there.
0: <laughs> he's probably going to get more and more deranged over time, angrier and angrier bear.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Really
0: be careful. It's like a dragon for a medieval knight, you know, rolling exactly. up on their Exactly. Yeah that's pretty cool exactly and it's like
1: how do you how do you appease the dead bear if it wakes up because yeah. it can run faster than you right you you it can swim it can climb trees you can't kill it you're in big yeah. you're in big trouble dude
0: yeah you better figure out a way to slay that dragon
1: <laughs> It's gonna be right can, can you can you, you slay even, the dragon can't,
0: you can't even oh boy that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you'll have to
1: wait and see what happens uh yeah. it's it's crazy
0: And I'm excited for this comic (laughs) book.
1: (laughs) Just just like every every episode. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just saying the amount of questions that come up from like, well, what do you do with this? What do you do with that? Ask me. Ask me. Let's
1: talk about them. I love that.
0: Well, I'm just saying like, like when you're reading, that's the idea is like when you're reading it, you're coming across like new challenges and the normal answers that you would see stereotypically or just out of just, you know, we've seen them rehashed a few times. Oh, you shoot it in the head, kind of thing. That's not going to do you any good. So, so then you start really spinning off into different ideas. And it's like, well, if this is religion, then what's that mean? Well, if this is si- aliens, what does that mean? And so I just love that. I love that there's so many options and we don't, it's a mystery box, but it's the whole world is the mystery box. It's great.
1: It's basically Pandora's box.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: The world has devolved to the Wild West and we have Pandora's box open and anything and everything can happen at this point. Yeah.
0: That's one thing I, I think is really cool, too, about the artwork and, and the world you're setting up is when we're seeing Jude and we're following Jude. It really feels like you're watching an Old West story until something like a Las yeah. Vegas Cup comes along. Yeah. And it reminds <laughs> you, no, you're t- 10 years in the future, actually, beyond this. Yeah. So yeah. the way those those images bounce off each other, it, it catches your eyes so fast and uh, it just hooks you right in. So that's, that's excellent. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was the whole point is like when you read it, you're kind of like, oh, it's an Old West. Right. Wait a minute. There's something else going on here, and yeah. why are they being so quiet around a carcass? <laughs> yeah, you know, and then it's like, oh, it can get up. yeah <laughs> this
0: is really is a TV show or movie. That's for that's for sure. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: that's how I see it. That's how I see it in my head. And in fact, that's still one of my long-term goals. it's like, right. do the comic. You know, um, comic books are so great because anything can happen. You can create any kind of technology. You can create any kind of crazy situation, and you don't need CGI right? You just need a Marco DeFillo to draw it for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Thank God for Marco. He's amazing.
1: Yes. Thank God for Marco because, (laughs) you know, when like him and I, when we, we first talked about episode one and then like, I was like, do you want me to like read you the story? He was like, yeah, I got some time. Let's read the story. So I kept reading and reading and he was just like, you could see like distress on his face. I was just like, are you going to, You okay with drawing all that? He's like, I just have so many ideas in my head now. (laughs) I was like, Well, I'm gonna challenge you because I mean, between where we start, it progressively gets more chaotic and crazy. And it ends like, if we can get to episode eight, episode eight is where this really hits the fan, yeah, (laughs) and like it would just blow your mind. So I was just like, Oh, if you could draw episode eight, I can't wait. I want to see that one on paper.
0: How many episodes are you planning for?
1: Well, okay, so the first arc is 13 episodes that are already written. So that the whole first arc is done. I'm currently writing the second arc. I have I'm about four episodes in, and then I have the ending done. Mm -hmm. So I know where it's going. I just kind of have to fill in the blanks. And I have like chunks where I'm like, okay, then this happens. I'm like, but how does he get from here to here? So there might be like an episode or two, you know, before he can get to this big event. And then the next big event might happen two two issues later. So it's like I have it set up. Um yeah, there's a huge battle at the end of season two. I'm excited for that's that. why Netflix gets so like, say Yes,
0: think of the CGI that would take.
1: <laughs> that's that's the thing. I was like, this is a multi million dollar production.
0: Yeah. We need to get you that I following I can't afford this. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> someone has to help me get there because um yeah you want to see this. Um yeah How hard so is I was, it like, to I was re- that? How hard, is it to convert, how
0: hard is it to convert the three-act structure that you'd probably use for the movie it, or the series even? How hard is it to convert that into comic books? Like, do they does it convert pretty well?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, really? yeah. Like, um, if I was going to say this was a Netflix thing, I wouldn't do a full-length movie anymore. I would do episodes. Yeah. Yeah, because if I have 13 issues, um, even if they're, like, 30, 30 minutes, I mean, that's still, that's a lot of time. Yeah. You know, um oh, yeah. so even if we could do like I, live action would be great. But what if we did like a Castlevania treatment? Oh, I would be okay man. with that too. <laughs> Heck
0: yeah. Oh yeah. And Netflix <laughs> like, is just okay taking with all those they they are so about that now. They got Godzilla coming. Uh-huh. They, they keep buying up yeah. different IPs <laughs> cuz they, they love Oh them, man.
1: Though. The uh, Castlevania and then they did like The Witcher. Right? Yeah. There was a a cartoon Witcher that was fabulous. I was like, oh, we get to see that happen. That's cool. Um, even like Amazon Prime, when they did they just did the Boys Diabolical, yeah. those were just like 12 minute shorts, but they were fabulous. So I mean All like different art, animation, yeah. yeah, animation could be the answer here too. But um I some of the challenges of this world being sound, um, it's hard to communicate that in a 2D medium. It is. Yeah. So I mean, we're going to do it and you're going to understand what's going on because Marco, um, we got the Marco factor. (laughs) Um, However, it would still be cool to experience the silence, you know, the foreboding or how loud it can be. Because some of the episodes are extremely loud to the point where they're deafening. So there's that cool juxtaposition that I have between the sound. Sound is important.
0: You can imagine the shots, though, again, like just crawling around this bear uh-huh. and and hearing the, the boots hit the dirt and like into the, the rustle of the rocks. Everything would be so important because of how much sound it makes that. Uh, yeah. yeah, this needs to be seen on film. I think it's I think it's a great idea. I think that'll be really good. Be Thank cool.
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Netflix. Right, come Amazon on, Prime. Netflix. Pick it up. <laughs> Whoever made I'm the Invincible funny,
0: series, pay attention to this. <laughs> we need that
1: yeah, right. but it's super gory. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. the day that we're releasing this episode of the interview, uh, you guys can get on the Kickstarter and join this campaign, build that following. And so that we can go farther. Can you break down the campaign specifically the unique three different projects you got built into one here?
1: Yes. Okay. So we have this awesome comic book, which is the main story. Um, if you guys like the world that I've built, because again, I've, I've spent a lot of time world building um, we're gonna explore some of the other aspects of this world that you won't see in Jude's path, right? Because this is happening everywhere and we can experience anything from this timeline. So maybe from the fall, maybe during the fall, Mm -hmm. maybe in the old west, I mean, you know, the wild west, whatever. So um, part of the Kickstarter, every episode that we release, there's gonna be a corresponding short film. So, I came from a production company in Detroit, like I said, but I was actually choreographing. When I first started with them, I was choreographing martial arts fight scenes. Okay. So, I've been a martial artist for 25 years. Oh, wow. Um, And then they brought me on to write for them. So, that's where I kind of started writing a web series called The Agency, which is like a spy drama with lots of action thrown in. It was a lot of fun. Um, But since that's kind of my background, we're gonna explore like in my first the first episode, you get to watch a commercial for um the undead retirement community called Pine Fox. Oh, not Pine cool Box. Pine Box they bury you in, right? In the yeah. West and <laughs> they measure you for the box <laughs> before yeah. you go have your shootout. Pine Fox. pine Fox. So um in this it's it's just like a couple minutes and like we just have this like serene community where you get to like Come join us and live out your decay stages where you're not going to be a threat. But like interspliced with those images are images of riots and kind of like what's really going on. Yeah. Um. So you get this this world where it's like you have this image of what should be happening, this white picket fence, with what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Kind um, of like and that- It's
1: interesting like in the
0: 1950s you had leave it to beaver but meanwhile war and stuff like that in the real world so there meanwhile we're blowing people
1: up right (laughs) we're lighting people on fire um but that's kind of what what this is so um this first one we did just us and like people that volunteered to be in the video um in the future though like for episode two i'd like them to be interactive Mm -hmm. meaning you as a reader. If you're part of my social media following, I'm gonna put out a topic for every single episode, and you can film yourself uh, and then send it to me. I'm looking for like 30 second clips. So like this next one we're gonna do is gonna be conspiracy theories. So I want to have it be kind of like if you're giving an interview interview to a reporter, um, and it could be as crazy and wacko as you want it, because you know we've always had those um, how I put it nicely colorful people yeah on the news you know missing a few teeth or
0: oh yeah Everybody's got the or whatever. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and they've been drinking right and yeah. they're like i saw the aliens pick up the cow and do a couple donuts and then drop them off on top of the house
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i saw them i saw everything you know what i mean so could, something like that where it's just like either a first eye account or someone talking about like their theory of what happened like it's the rapture everybody get your books you know blah blah this is what it says. And I'm going to put them all together so you can be yeah. part of the short film for the next Kickstarter campaign. And that's where those are going to be. Um, I'll put them also up on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they'll be there as well. Um, so those are just kind of fun. And then every comic is also going to have, well, there'll be Easter eggs because those are fun. But I'm also doing riddles and scavenger hunt. So on the back cover of issue one, there's actually a riddle. Mm -hmm. And if you solve the riddle, it will take you to a place in the real world. Um, I have plans for Morse code and ciphers and all sorts of QR codes and maybe something that's in the comic, Invisible Ink, I don't know. But it might take you to like a web page or you might call a phone number and you might hear like a recording. Um, You could... uh, put bragging rights in a group and then all of a sudden you get something in the mail from me there could be there's all sorts of things yeah this is so cool so <laughs> like bring you into wonderland and have you fall down the rabbit hole into yes. this world so but again it's like some people just want to read the comic and that's cool read the comic that's where the good juicy stuff is yeah. that's where you get to see the the undead bears and the maggots and you know all sorts of death dying and destruction Yeah. But if you want to participate in some of the other stuff, come along with us. It's going to be fun. Or making, you know, all sorts of extra content for the people that solve the riddles. Mm-hmm. And you can only get to that content if you solve the riddles.
0: Yeah, it's a great idea. I mean, if you think of how, like, marketing nowadays works with the bite-sized little bits of information, why not have it mm-hmm. be interactive? Why not have it where you're trying to solve a code or, or learn Morse code or something like that along the way? I think that's, that's going to be a blast. That's gonna be great. Thank
1: you. I love that kind of stuff. I eat it up. So that's why I'm like, we're gonna do this because it's fun. And I have yeah. like, because we had that two-year kind of hiatus, mm-hmm. I had a lot of planning time <laughs> to yeah. myself to I'm 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 set up for like at least six episodes. I have ideas to get yeah. out. So a lot of but that's the notes. Cool part two. <laughs> oh, I have like three by five cards everywhere. Yeah. Um <laughs> But that's the cool part is like once we're funded for episode one, that actually will, you know, start us on episode two. Um, part of I have money set aside on my Kickstarter to pay Marco for, the, for a four page preview for the next episode. So as soon as he's done and then it's my job to start, you know, printing production and all that stuff. Um, all he has to do is come sign his name on some of them. And then he's going to start working on the next episode.
0: Perfect. Everything's so ready to go. So we're going to
1: start, start getting them out to you.
0: This is an exciting world you're building, and of course, a great character to follow. I, that's that's what I love about these these comics. Uh, this comic you're building is Jude is cool, sure, but the world is also <laughs> so cool that you just want to like play around it and see what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and you you can more than you can in most other comic books with uh right. with all the different tiers and stuff. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. So this is live today. Um, what kind of perks can people get uh, when they when they what are are the tiers in the
1: Kickstarter? Oh yeah yeah. OK, so at five dollars, you get a PDF copy of the comic, which woo-hoo, you get to read the comic. It's cool. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything getting shipped to you. You just <laughs> you can send me a donation and you get your uh, PDF comic and you can be part of the story. Um, Ten dollars. If you really want something you want to have in your hand, but you don't really need that physical copy, um, you still get the PDF copy. But then I'm going to send you a keychain. It's the Path of the Pill Rider keychain. It's our abbreviation P.O.P.T.R. Um, so it's just something, some kind of memorabilia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, $15 is kind of our base level. So I have a, a lot of different $15 options. So the first one I have is uh, Marco's it's Marco's cover. Um, It's a physical copy plus the PDF and you actually, we have an early bird special. So I'm doing a collector's sticker with every episode as well. There's only going to be 50 and if you miss out on them, yeah. probably, Um but you know, the 50 for the first issue. Um, so if you hop on that one, you get a copy of the issue and you get the, the sticker, the one-time sticker. After those are gone, we have um, four different levels of the $15 option. Again, it's just, it's the physical copy. We have Marco's cover, which is fabulous with the glass. And then I have three variant um, covers as well. Mm-hmm. So all the other artists that have been involved with the project uh, completed a cover. I have one that's still in process. So we have a um, a Jose Martinez cover, which is just Big James the Bear um, with the sun setting in the background and all his glory. glory. Glorious fairness? Glorious glorious. gloriness. And then uh, I have Everett Watkins, who's also a comic. uh, He does his own series called Boog the Outcast. And so he did like a cowboy, it's more reminiscent of like the good, the bad, and the ugly.
0: Okay, yeah. um, Spaghetti Western. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah and uh it's like him with a smoking gun silhouetted against the sunset it's really cool yeah. um and then david rodriguez my first artist that I was in contact with he's also completing a cover which is cool it's the disc which is a piece of technology from this world we didn't even talk about that that's so oh, cool too different. i'll fill you in on that because we have never mind um <laughs> so there's a the disc and he has like a giant horde of zombies that are coming into it. and it's like it cracks me up because it's a horde of zombies but you never know what they're thinking because they're not here to eat right. your brains they could just be pissed off because you stole their shoes i don't know um but it's gory and i love it and it really pays homage to like all the other zombie tropes out there which i'm a huge fan of so um so those are the 15 dollars levels and then we start going up to like if you want to collect things and more merchandise so 25 dollars level um i believe is the net special or wait let me go on there all right so 25 dollars We'll earn you the PDF copy, a print copy, and then we have um, arm patches from the riot scenes that were used in the video. So oh, okay. the rioters were wearing these patches on their arms that said um, "dead dead inside, still human." Excuse me, "dead outside, still human inside." And there's oh, a cool. picture of a disc with a line through it. So they all yeah. they all wore these. So I have patch a ton kind of patches from those. So I have those to give away um $35 is the Nat special my buddy Nat is a collector I mean aren't we all right yeah. Um. so <laughs> if you're into comics you know what I mean so yeah. in this in this reward tier you get a signed copy from WA. you know everything is going to be bagged and boarded anyway but right. that one you don't have to open um that's for collection and then you get one that's not but signed that you can open and smell it and read it and touch it and all the good things we do when we read little
0: yeah little right there's a lot of us so, that go to the comic book shop on wednesday and buy two copies and stuff so i, I feel you yeah <laughs> there's one for yeah. away
1: <laughs> exactly that was 35 so at 40 we got double trouble where it's signed by both myself and marco so yeah. the two copies um 50 i open up the t-shirt level so you get t-shirt um sign signed copy and then an additional copy. Mm, yes, you get two copies and then the merch. T-shirts are expensive, man.
0: They are they are yeah, it's they're no joke.
1: Custom custom t-shirts, man. That's why I yeah. was like, I would really like to introduce that earlier, but I can't because yeah. I can't afford it. Um at $75, you get all of the variants. So you get one of each, plus you get all the merch. Um at $100, we throw everything we can at you. You get yeah. all the poppies, you get all the merch. But then on top of that, Marco will draw you into Ooh. a later episode. So we call this level immortality because you are now, which is really funny to call it immortality yeah. in this place. where You can't yeah, die, exactly. but you're dead. Um, <laughs> so we'll draw you into a future episode, but I, I almost guarantee you that we'll probably kill you in the same episode Will will you <laughs> that's the thing yeah i don't know
0: yeah. i mean you
1: can still be around you can still be on that would be you know awesome to see you pop up later but I, yeah. I just think it would be hilarious to be like oh look there i am oh i'm dead
0: oh <laughs> there goes my head
1: <laughs> right Ooh, that wasn't very nice Lori. how'd you kill me like that you know yeah. so that's just some of the stuff i mean we do have a wholesale uh um, cool. purchase level yeah if anybody. Like yeah, if you're in a comic shop and you want to carry Path of a Pill Rider, high five to you. Heck um yeah. you can buy them at 10 10 at a time and the markup is like minuscule yeah, on yeah. that one. So that's cool. Yeah.
0: So much to yeah. get your guys' hands on. I especially really like the fact that you got these shorts and all these little ciphers and stuff like that. It it just adds yeah. so much more and, and builds the community and it's a good community to join in while you guys can. So we're gonna have links to everything in the description. Uh if people want to follow you on Twitter or more importantly, actually Facebook, what's what's the Facebook handle?
1: So the Facebook group is called Path of the Pale Rider. Yeah. Um I have a Facebook page um that gets some updates, but the Facebook group is the one that you want to be in that's kind of the baby and okay. gets all of the information first. Um I'll also go on there and talk about stuff and like when I go on to Fallout and hunt death claws and stuff like that like i'll open up we'll do fun yeah. stuff and we'll play apocalypse games and spoilers with no context and stuff like that um i am also on instagram so it's at path of the pale rider but there's an underscore between all the words mm-hmm. um so same thing on twitter not on twitter on tiktok on tiktok it's at path of the pale rider with underscore um twitter we're at path pale rider altogether, no underscores yeah um we also have a web page it's all pretty much the same it's that yeah, today yeah. uh yeah i suck at web pages too no, it's looking good, <laughs> good <night>. <laughs> <laughs> i was like there's there's some content content on there it's like i have a blog but i i add to it i don't think anybody had did you read the blog because i didn't you would have be the, no, probably the no, yet, okay i was yet. like i, I was watching the video the though blog.
0: I was watching your Kickstarter yeah. video so I was a, I was ahead of the game on that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah, I have yeah. yeah, I have the intro video where I kind of like showcase, you know, the pages real quick yeah. and then I talk about, you know, how it kind of works with the three parts, but I love doing interviews because I get to talk about like the world building and the really exciting parts behind the story. It's like you're trying to cram all that into a page. They don't really people don't really understand everything that yeah. that you've put into it, you know? Where it's like, I was I was gonna tell you like the discs. The discs are something yeah. that everybody has to wear. And it's like if you tap it, um, it will beat with your heart. So both um, visual and audio. So it's a real good indicator if you're living or not. Except, oh, wow. except in the real world, it's technology and what would we do? We hack it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's some counterfeit ones out there that are like, yeah, sure, I'm alive.
1: exactly exactly (laughs) or it could cause problems where you're like i'm alive i swear to god and your your disc is broken you know what i mean and so if it busts and you i mean maybe you get taken away it's like there's all sorts of things that can happen in a in like a reality-based apocalypse where it's like okay it's technology but if it's government made is it reliable and can we hack it
0: yeah how are you gonna you know what you guys gotta i'm trying to figure out how you're gonna fit all this in it's gonna be so cool to see all this this cool world uh but yeah you guys gotta follow to see yeah and then the
1: facebook live is the
0: is the same day that this episode's coming out correct it's the day you're uh, yeah
1: i'm gonna do a a facebook live on the 15th um after i push the button (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um yeah i'll have some some guests on and i'll probably have some people from like the detroit um production company and like other yeah. comic book indie creators and marco will be there for sure um we're just gonna talk and yeah. have fun and laugh about it and watch the kickstarter go we're hoping to get funded day one i mean perfect if uh, if people are as excited about this as we are then i think it will go so
0: yeah i think it's gonna go yeah there's no doubt when when they get an idea of what's going on here i think they're all gonna be jumping aboard so we'll make sure to share it as well uh that live obviously we can't post that in the description but check us out on social media We'll direct you over Mm -hmm. to everything Lori's got. So you guys can follow along and join in on the fun as well. It's going to be good.
1: Very cool. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today, Lori.
1: I had a blast. Thank you so much, Frank.
0: (laughs) All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye.